Welcome to Raising Mums, a live weekly broadcast streaming on Facebook and Instagram that inspires mums to live with purpose and intention, to raise their children mindfully, and empowers mothers everywhere to own their lives and thrive doing it. Today's talk is going to be about finding your confidence in homeschooling. Um, and this hopefully is something that a lot of you will resonate with. It was something that's going to um, hopefully speak to a lot of you because it's one of those questions I get a lot. You know, I'd love to homeschool my children, but I don't want to mess them up. I don't want to um, do something wrong and destroy their education. I also hear from a lot of people that they're struggling um, and they're having doubts about home education and the whole process. So that's really why I wanted to talk about this today because I hope that it's going to um, resonate with a lot of you guys. So I'm talking to two, two cameras. I've got Facebook going and Instagram. Um, so that's why I'm kind of shifting my gaze. So confidence essentially comes from when your life aligns with what you believe in. So when you are living a life that truly aligns with your beliefs, then you have confidence. That is what true confidence is. Not like this bravado, not a fake confidence. True confidence comes when the life that you live aligns with your beliefs. And that is what I want to talk to you about today, is how we can create that life for ourselves, for our family, that aligns with our beliefs. Um, something that I want to touch upon briefly, hopefully, is uh, why confidence is... Having confidence in your lifestyle is so important. And having confidence in homeschooling is so important, not only for you, but for your children. So if you, if every time your child plays up, let's say, every time your child misbehaves, it affects you. It affects your mood. It affects the way you treat them. That is a problem. Can you understand why it's a problem? Because if it affects your mood and your happiness, if your happiness is dependent upon a child, you're going to be unhappy a lot. Um, you, your your self-worth shouldn't be dependent upon your child. child. Children are so unpredictable. We know that, right? You can do the same thing with your children today, and you can do it tomorrow the same way, and you will have completely different results. And the reason for that is children are not robots. Children are human beings. They have their own story going on in their hearts. They have their own moods and their own things going on. You can't put the same thing in and expect the same thing out every day because they're human beings. They're not robots. So first of all, you can't, you can't have your own happiness uh, based upon the behavior or the academic achievements of your children. That is madness. Secondly, it's hugely important that you have your own sense of self-worth and self-confidence that is separate from your children because it will affect them. Because when your mood changes with your children's behavior, they read that as your love changes. Now, your love for them is unconditional. I'm not denying that. Yeah, but they need to know that. They need to know whether they do their maths or they don't do their maths, you still love them the same. Whether they misbehave and fight with their brother or their little angels, you still love them the same. But if you don't, if your mood and your confidence affects the way you treat them, then they see that as your love is affected by their mood. And we all know people, maybe we have people here now with us live who, who've always felt like they were never enough for their parents, right? There are so many people we know who, who live their lives trying to constantly please their parents 
And ultimately what that comes down to is the way they were treated as children made them feel like they were always having to earn the love of their, the love of their parents. You don't want to be that mum. Okay, I know that the majority of you are mothers and 99% of your mothers. So I'm going to say mothers here, okay? You don't want to be that mother whose child grows up to feel they needed to earn your love. That's not why we started homeschooling. That's not why you had children. Don't be that mother. Um, you, this is something I'm very passionate about. You, you, um, your love is completely, your love for them should be obviously completely detached from their behavior and they should know that. And that comes down to you having your own confidence, having your own sense of self-worth, um, and it not dependent on your children's behavior and not dependent on your children's academic achievements. So that, those are the two main reasons, uh, there's lots of reasons why having confidence as a mother is important, but those are the two reasons I wanted to share with you today before we get into sort of practical tips. And at the end of this video, I will make time for questions, uh, inshallah. Um, so I'm going to probably talk for another 10, 15 minutes, and then if there's any questions, you can just pop them in the feed and I'll try it and, and get to as many as I can. So, let's have a look at my notes. I did prepare. <laughs> So if we have a look at uh, practical tips, okay, the first one, if you're trying to create this positive atmosphere in your home, if you're trying to create this positive conversation in your mind, maybe you come from a family where you've always felt, um, you know, like you weren't adequate for your parents, maybe you come from just an upbringing where you had a lack of self-confidence, or maybe you've hit a stumbling block in your homeschool right now and you need to get that confidence back in homeschooling. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to cut out the negative. If you want to have this positive conversation going on in your mind, in your heart, you need to cut out the negative, toxic influences that are going on. Now, there are a few things that that could be. The two main ones, people and social media. That's what I'm going to talk about today. So if we start with social media, we, you know, we just live in that age where we're constantly on social media. And if you're not, mashallah, that's awesome. But a lot of us spend, uh, you know, at least some time every day on social media. And that will play a part in, in the conversation that we have in our heads. Look at your social media accounts. When you go on it, does it make you feel good? Do you leave feeling inspired and positive and ready to, to grow as a person? Or do you feel inadequate? You need to go through your social media accounts, Instagram, Facebook, and clear it, clear what doesn't bring you joy, happiness, and inspiration. Anything that makes you feel like less of a mother, that's got to go. If that means me, I'm first of all, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. Um, please forgive me, but I totally understand, okay? It's far, far more important that you have confidence, that you go into your family the best you that you can be, and if that means you have to go through your social media account and get rid of some accounts that you're following, you do that. It doesn't mean that you don't love that person anymore. It doesn't mean that you don't want to be friends with that person. It just means that right now, at the state you're in, you need something different in your life. So go through your social media accounts, remove anything that doesn't help you on this journey you're in now to gain confidence. The second thing is people. Now this is a little bit trickier. Um, with people, you, there will be two groups of people. There will be people who um, intentionally go out of their way to put you down, and that's a reality of life. And there will be people who unintentionally make you feel inadequate. 
for both of them, you have to deal with them in the same way. First of all, that is with love and gently. I don't want you to have a full or blown on argument with anybody. I don't want to start any conflicts. Gently and, um, and carefully ease them out of your lives. It's obviously harder when it's with a family member and has to be dealt with with some tact. But if you're dealing with somebody who every time you meet them criticizes you, or even if it's subtly, it maybe puts you down or uh, boasts about their children who go to private school or, uh, you know, whatever it is, you need to ease them out of your life. Because when you leave their company, you're then going back to your family and you're taking that negative energy with you back to your family. And when you face your family, when you're with your children, you need to be the best you that you can be. It's not a selfish thing. It's not, um, it's not being mean. It's actually being very uh, kind and generous to your children and to your husband. So, so cut out those people, okay? Um, and like I said, it can be harder if it's family. You can't completely cut family out. But just uh, maybe spend less time with those family members. Uh, maybe you can turn down the odd family get-together. We all have people in our lives that make us feel inadequate. And like I said before, sometimes it's intentional. And those people have got to go. Um, and sometimes it's unintentional. And so you can just take a step back from those people for a short time until you heal, until you get your confidence back. And then you can go back. I'm getting a lot of thumbs up and hearts. So I'm really glad that this is resonating with you. Um, so get rid of the toxicity. Right. The next thing is to build up your own confidence in what you're doing. So whether this is you're new to homeschooling or is, um, you know, you're, you're hitting a stumbling block in your homeschool. If you're homeschooling at the moment and you've hit this stumbling block, what you need to do is reboot. Take a break. Cut out everything, everything that looks like school, every book, every activity, and do nothing. I mean, literally do nothing for a week, two weeks, four weeks, however long it takes for you and your children to heal. You know, rekindle that love and relationship you have with them. That is obviously the most important thing. And, um, and then start to implement these tips that I'm going to give you today. I'm just going to have some water, excuse me. <laughs> okay, bismillah. So, first way to, um, to rebuild your confidence. Okay. I actually heard this from um, Julie Bogart. She's awesome. If you don't follow Brave Writer, you really should. She's one of those social media accounts that will lift you up. So she recommends that, and I totally agree because I do this, is to write a journal or a diary that lists your the learning outcomes that you've achieved that day. So sometimes that will look like read this book, did this maths page, etc. But it will also be so many other wonderful things like went to the shops by themselves and bought a sandwich, um, was kind to his brother, played cooperative, cooperatively with his sister, you know, um, spoke politely to the neighbor. These things are maybe even more important than academic achievements. List them out in your diary. And when you see them listing up, building up, sometimes so much that you run out of space, that will boost your confidence through the roof. When you see it on paper, there's something about seeing something written on paper, no one can criticize that. No one can put you down when you see all the things your children are achieving each day. And you don't have to do this every day. But maybe on those days where you feel like you need that lift, you can do it. And if you happen to live in a country um, where you re are required to prove what you do to homeschooling authorities, there you go. That's your proof of what you're achieving every single day. Um, 
The next thing I want to talk about is weaving fun into your homeschool. You, as a mother, as a homeschooling mother, are naturally uh, self-sacrificing. You have sacrificed huge amounts to be in this position. Maybe you've given up a career like myself. Maybe you've given up something. Some, maybe it's the respect of other people. Maybe it's a, a second income. Whatever it is, we are naturally self-sacrificing. But that doesn't mean that you can't be happy. You deserve to be happy. As a mother, as a homeschooling mother, you don't need to be miserable all the time. You don't need to be run down. You don't need to be um, worked down to the ground. You deserve to be happy. And your children deserve to be happy, right? It's so obvious. But so many of us live in this constant state of stress and tension in our homes that we forget that fun is so important. And when you bring fun into your home and you see your children enjoying the work you're presenting to them, enjoying the experiments or whatever it is you're doing, when it's fun and they're happy, again, your confidence is going to soar. So make sure, however you're homeschooling, if you do it Charlotte Mason style or you do it, you know, whatever style you do, incorporate fun into it. It should be enjoyable. It should be joyful. That is the memories that you want your children to have, to hold when they grow up and they look back. They want to remember their mother is happy and they want to remember their childhood is happy. So yes, they need to learn, they need to progress, etc., etc. It should always be filled with joy. And like we talked about previously, unconditional love. And I guess that comes on to briefly my last point, which is your own care, taking care of yourself. So I said you deserve to be happy, correct? Well, initially, there, your homeschooling life will be enough. It will consume you. You're learning how to teach them, learning the different styles, resources. That will consume your, your life, I'll be honest with you. But there will come a point where you need to step back and start taking care of your own self. Because like I said before, when you are happy as a mother, your children will be happy. Those are the memories they will hold on to was when you were sitting with them laughing, not when you were frazzled and stressed and clutching onto a cup of coffee. Um, so do what you need to do to make you happy. Now, I've started recently doing a lot of things that bring me a lot of joy. And this talking to you is actually one of them. This is my self-care. And I hope that it's helping you and it's touching your hearts as well. But I get such a kick out of doing these live videos. And I'm grateful that my husband is very supportive and, and, and um, he looks after the kids while I do them. There's a lot of things that you can do. I've started learning about um, holistic health. You might have seen on my stories that I talk about healthy living and uh, doTERRA oils and all these kinds of beautiful things that are, are in the world right now. This is my self-care. So when you're looking after yourself, when you're filling yourself up with happiness and positive energy, it spills out into your family. And that is the kind of atmosphere you want to create in your home. You know, you don't want to go into homeschool. You're going to homeschooling with this idea that your family is going to be a certain way, right? We have this dream that we're going to create this life that we've always wanted for ourselves and our family. And down the line, we all end up frazzled and stressed and negative, snapping at our kids. That is because we didn't fill up our ourselves with that positive energy and that joy we're not coming from a place of peace and love anymore we've forgotten that so 
I would really encourage you to um, look after yourself and that will ultimately lead to you treating your family better, which will make them happier, you will be happier and your confidence again in the whole process will soar. If you need to take some time off away from homeschooling for a little while, take a couple of weeks off. It's not going to do anybody any harm. In fact, the benefits in the long term, in my opinion, will far outweigh that little bit of time you had to take off. So um, that, those are the main points I wanted to talk on today. I hope that was helpful. Um, I'm going to, if you've got any questions, just pop them down in the feed. I'm going to go through it now. Um, if I have a look here on Facebook, there's a lot of family. There's so many people, mashallah. Okay, I'm going to have a look over here. There doesn't seem to be any questions on Facebook. There's a ton of you over here on Instagram, so that's awesome. Right. Um, give tips on how to teach Islamic values and repeat the same. Well, I guess teaching Islamic values... The best way to teach Islamic values is to be the example, isn't it? I mean, that's probably the hardest way as well to teach Islamic values, but um, the most influential way in the long term is to be that model um, to your children. There's no point you telling your children not to lie when they see you lying. There's no point teaching them to be generous and kind when they see you mistreating other people. Um, if you want your children to grow up to be good people, you need to be a good person yourself. I think that's the key. Obviously, there are um, things you can supplement that with. There are a ton of books. Um, being in good company as well. That's, you know, being a good, having good influence around them. But ultimately, you as the mother and your husband, your father, the father will be the main role um, in instilling good morals and, and uh, Islamic values in them. So it's, it's down to you, again, to look after yourself and make sure that when you or with your children, like I said before, you are presenting them with the best you that you can be, and that they see you growing. You can still make mistakes in front of your children, but let them see you being sorry for those mistakes and repenting for those mistakes. That is instilling good values in them as well. Um, so yeah, I think being an example is the best way. Marshall, there's a lot of positivity going over here. Walikum salam. It's harder when family is telling you that your choice to homeschool is wrong. Yeah, of course. If your family is telling you that your choice to homeschool is wrong, um, it's a problem. <laughs> so it, it's basically, it's going to come from two places for them. Either they're the people who are genuinely concerned for you and for your children and have genuine concern for them. And just because they're family doesn't mean that they are always those people or they're coming from a place where they're just passing judgment because it makes them feel good. So if they, uh, one way to tell if somebody is really coming from a good place, but they really care about your family is um, if they want to learn about homeschooling. So I'm assuming that your family sister do not know what homeschooling really is if they are willing to actually sit down and read an article about homeschooling or read the statistics that come out about the positive impact of homeschooling if they're from that category of people then you should listen to what they say because 
if they're willing to learn and open their heart up to what homeschooling really means, then they are probably um, genuinely interested in what's best for your family and for your children. However, I will say that most people who pass judgment quickly fall into the second category, unfortunately. People who just give judgment, pass judgment on you and criticize because it makes them feel good about themselves. And it usually comes from a place of insecurity within their own selves. So just like we spoke about before, that if you're insecure and you depend on others for your confidence, um, then you will mistreat your children, you'll mistreat other people around you. So similarly, if you go back to those people who are criticizing you, it's because they're coming from a place where what you're doing threatens them. You, what you're doing with your family and you've chosen to do scares the life out of them because you are essentially saying, no, I don't like the way you do it. I want to do it some way different. And so the way that some people will react to that is to criticize you. Um, so you have to decide sister, which camp it is that this family is in. Are they genuinely interested? Do they want to know more about homeschooling? Do they really care about your family? Or are they in the second camp where they're just insecure themselves and taking it out on you? Um, this is the harsh reality of life, unfortunately. Um, it's hot, yeah. Waalaikum salam, Dawn. I'm so glad you're here. Assalamu alaikum. Could you please do a time management? Yeah, so I've got a question here from Noura, who's asked if we could talk about time management. So this is perfect time to tell you that next week I'm going to be talking about, the title of the chat will be, How Superwoman Does It All. So that's what we're going to be talking about next week, inshallah, at the same time. Um, which will go into time management and, and other such topics. No question, but great advice. Oh, Jazakallah Khair. So here we have a very typical question that I get asked a lot. Um, she says, I want to start homeschooling my toddler soon, but my biggest fear is that I won't be consistent. I won't be able to actively keep up teaching her and making it fun for her. The fact that you're concerned about that, you're, you're concerned about being consistent and you're concerned about the long-term impact it will have on her, means that you are that kind of conscientious mother who will probably be wonderful at homeschooling. When I first started homeschooling, what really pushed me to, to make the leap and do it was that I didn't want to look back on my life and regret not trying. Um, there's nothing I fear more, actually, than regret, not taking chances when you're giving them. Um, you know, there's a reason that Allah put this idea in my heart. There's a reason why it happened. And I don't want to look back and think, oh, why didn't I homeschool? You know, or, you know when, when things go wrong, look back and think, oh, why didn't I try that? Why didn't I give it a go? Um, there, there's always the option. There's always the option to send your children to school. And then if it doesn't work out, you can take them out homeschool. But the problem with that is you'll never get those years back. They'll go to school and you'll never get that time back with them. Um, it's, for me, that is heartbreaking, especially in the formative years, which are so critical. Um, I would hate to look back and regret those years lost. However, that is not to say that homeschooling is for everybody. Um, there are some categories of people that it would be better if they didn't homeschool, but 
sister, by the sounds of it, the fact that you're concerned about being consistent and keeping it fun, it probably means that you are one of these people who would be absolutely wonderful at homeschooling. Seek advice always, like I said before, with people who really care about you, from people who know you and really are concerned about your about the welfare of your children. And that may or may not be immediate family. It really does depend on the situation. The only thing which makes me consider sending my daughter to school, um, because that's not an issue here, how do I get over this? I don't understand the question. I'm so sorry. Do you want to, if you, if you want to repeat the question, I'm not sure I completely understand. How do you deal with behavior from your children that makes you feel, I guess, assume that means bad. How do I deal with behavior from my children that makes me feel bad? First of all, you have to remember that they're not misbehaving to make you feel bad. They're not misbehaving as a personal insult to you. They are misbehaving because they're growing up. They have to learn how to deal with their own emotions. It's got nothing to do with you. It's got nothing to do with me. And so if I'm getting angry or getting irritated, I will just step away, literally physically leave the situation because I don't want my mood, um, my negative energy, anything to impact on them. I'll just leave the situation um, and let myself simmer down and then go back. Um, but just... Just try and remember that their behavior is nothing to do with you. It's just, uh, it's not a personal attack. Okay, I think I'll probably leave it here now. Um, thank you so much for everybody who joined live. It's been really fun. Um, so next week's chat will be on um, how Superwoman does it all. And it'll be at the same time, Sunday at 10 a.m. British time, inshallah. So I hope that I'll see you all there. Um, and I'm going to try to upload this to YouTube because I've got Facebook going. So hopefully they will let me save the video. I've never done this before, but hopefully I can save it on my laptop. And then it'll go onto YouTube. If you want to refer back to this in the future, if you're having a bad day and, uh, and you want to just uh, hear this chat again, it will be there for you on YouTube, inshallah. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm going to get on with my holiday now. I'm in London, um, so I'm going to go find my kids and uh, inshallah have a, have a look around all the sites. So again, thank you and I'll see you next week. Assalamu alaikum.